the homies. Welcome to Awesome with Allison. We're rolling with the homies. I'm Allison, and my only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at me, laughing with me, or learning something new and helpful, I hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. (sighs) I'm in Provo, Utah (laughs) with my husband and lover and producer. Eric Robertson. Hey, guys. Eric Robertson here. Hi, babe. At your service. Thanks. Yeah, what can I do for you? Everything. I already am. (laughs) True story. So, I'm going to get real real with you. I was having a hard time ramping up to chat today. But I figured, you know what? Maybe it's good for you to hear me in a bummed out mood. Just no, not like you, a, you can't always be in yeah you know, in the clouds all the time. Yeah, you're and a like human being. Super stoked, and I was really. You're not Kimmy Gibbler. I'm not Kimmy Gibbler. Although I would benefit from being more like Kimmy Gibbler. We could all benefit. From we being can more all like benefit her. from being more like Kimmy Gibbler, like unabashed confidence. I was really flying high earlier today. Could have been all of the caffeine and chocolate before twelve. It also keeps snowing here. Yeah. Stop it. I decided that I was not going to talk about how winter isn't ending. Like, I've made a concerted effort not to mention it because I feel like it bums me out. You know, like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I didn't agree to that, so. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, so we're super excited to have you here, even if I'm, you know, feeling mildly awesome instead of super awesome. That's why we're here, to be together, and I'm so grateful to each of you. I'm thankful for your questions. I'm thankful for your comments. I'm thankful for you listening and being here. And honestly, you're the one beneath my wings. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about tips for unplugging and being present. And this whole, and this is just going to be a little episode, and it is inspired by a question from Carrie I. Carrie, thank you so much for your question. If you guys want to ask us questions, send them to awesome with Allison with one L at theallisonshow.com. We would love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear ideas for what you guys would like us to talk to. And if we want to do it, we will. And if we won't, we'll just ignore it, but also love you so much. So that's how we got the idea to just touch on tips for unplugging and being present. And that works out really well for me because I have my year of awesome calendar that I send out through my newsletter and every month has a different awesome attribute. What is the attribute this month? The attribute this month, thank you, Eric, is mindfulness. And it is wonderful. I am being presently awesome or I am presently awesome. That's what it is. And so there are challenges each week to help you with mindfulness. And mindfulness is really something that I have struggled with. And and struggle with, you know, like 20 minutes ago when I was violently pushing my thumb into the middle of my forehead and crying just a little bit. So uh, I have some tips and things that I try to do, and we're going to share those. But before we do, we have a couple of segments. And the first segment today is a thought McNugget. And I'm sharing it because I woke up this morning and this is how I felt. Maybe you guys will recognize this. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. His head fell off. Yeah, he was pretty old. Oh! That's it. I've had it! 
just dumped. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Okay, just calm down. <laughs> that is. You do say we have no food almost every day. <laughs> we don't have any food. And that is just how I feel right now. We have no food. We have no jobs. We don't even have pets Our to have their heads fall heads off. heads are falling off. That's one of my favorite lines to say when I've just... I feel like I've given all I have to give and then our pets' heads are falling off. That's from Dumb and Dumber. So that's my thought, McNugget, for you. Listening to that this morning, I listened to it about four times and just <laughs> yucked it up, guys. She was Christmas hamming it. <laughs> okay, you had a Nobody Cares About Your Kids. This is our segment in which we share something about our family, even though we know that nobody cares about our kids. Yeah, this is just, for, for, this is just for me if I ever re-listen to this. <laughs> so Rad lately has been... Rad's our three-year-old. Yes, his name is Rad. I don't know what to tell you. son who has long hair. And we love it. Long silk hair. Lately, he's had this thing where um, his dietary demands have gotten very strict. In <laughs> fact, it's so strict that whenever he's offered something that he doesn't want to eat, he's immediately full. So, But he always asks for cookies. Cookies are kind of his go-to now. He says, I want, I, I want a cookie. Well, you have, to have, you have to have a bite of this. One bite. He's like, no, I am full. That's kind of how I feel yeah, with my how, pet. Our pets' heads are falling Yeah. Out. Well, so he, he's just, it's just like cut and dry. If it's something he doesn't want to eat, he is full. If it's a cookie, he can eat seven of them. I actually, I'm going to adopt that for things I don't want to do. Yeah. Just say, I'm full. I'm Sorry. Bu- I'm busy. I'm full. Okay. Now, speaking of food, what was the worst thing you ate this week, Eric? See, the thing is, I should be ashamed, but I'm... I just don't feel ashamed about this. You're a confident man. Because I'm a dad of three little kids. We went out to Wendy's the other day, and we took the kids home and put them all in the kitchen and put Fiona in the high chair right next to the other two kids as they played with their toys and whatever. I put I, I uh, put a collective pile of fries right in the middle for everyone. The kids didn't touch them, but what they did do is they gave them all to Fiona in her high chair. So when I went back in to check on them, every single one of them was on the floor mm-hmm. in like a four- to five-foot radius. I specifically asked for a large combo meal from Wendy's and they gave me a medium so the fries were small. You're still mad about it. So I went in there, saw the fries on the floor and ate at least 12 of them. Off the floor. Off the floor. It was recently cleaned though so it wasn't that bad. (laughs) I'd say my most shameful thing was, I I feel no shame again, those mozzarella sticks from Sonic. I don't think you should feel too bad about them. They're so good. They're pretty good. But I've been telling Eric that I feel starving lately because I have not been getting enough nutrients because we've been eating crap like mm-hmm. that. So maybe you guys should tell us how to live our lives yeah, better. Does, does anyone want to feed us? <laughs> our neighbors made us dinner tonight. She's pregnant with her ninth child and they invited, she's in her third trimester and they invited us over for dinner. Wonderful people. Can you even? And it was not, and it was, and it was, it was delicious. delicious. They're just living life so much better than us, but that's okay. Uh, So that's what we have to share with our segments. And now we're going to get into tips for um, unplugging and being present. And again, this stemmed from a question from Carrie I. And her concern is that she feels like sometimes when she comes home from work that she has like her scraps. Or or she doesn't want to feel like this, like your scraps or you what you have left over is what your family gets. And honestly, Carrie, I relate to that so much because I feel like for a long time, the people who should be getting 
the best from me are getting the worst from me, right? My sister Andrea, who I talk to, I call her when I'm freaking out. Or (laughs) Eric, I come home from work and instead of being excited to see him, I immediately freak out about whatever I need to, or I call him when I'm having like a technical problem at work and I'm mad and then I hang up when he can't fix it over the phone. And let's just say that it's always about your website, which I know nothing about. So I don't know why you're continually disappointed when I'm like, well, why don't, don't you call know. someone who knows what they're doing? Because I don't have anyone else to call. <laughs> I've got no I one just to want, call. I just want you to be accountable because now you recognize the no, problem. No, I do know it's a problem and I feel bad, but I'm also at the same time mad at him for not being able to offer yeah, better. Sorry, I don't know. What is it? HTML, Java. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh man, it's rough. And so, and same goes for my kids. You know, you you go to work or you go out and you have to put on your game face for everybody else and you get home and you just don't have anything good left for the people who really deserve it the most. My tip that I've been doing is when I get home, I put my phone away. And it's just really simple, but I have no contact hours, essentially. And usually for me, it's about from 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. And if people text me, if people call me, I just don't answer or respond until 8 p.m., which is about when we put the kids to bed. Now, this works for me because I work more during the day. And so that 5 to 8 p.m., that's really designated family time for me. But Honestly, that's the way that I've unplugged is by unplugging and by desi- by dividing and conquering, by designating time for specific tasks. And like Eric said, changing my expectations. Eric doesn't have as hard a time being present. No. Well, yeah, you, you inherently are more anxious than I am. Which anxiety is living in the future and depression is living in the past, right? Yeah. Well, that quote, which I did not come up with, but when I read that or learned that, that kind of put everything in perspective. Yeah. Allison lives in the future and like, and so she's anxious naturally. Because I'm trying to plan. Yeah. And trying to control something that she Mm -hmm. absolutely can't. So you're anxious. And then other people I know live in the future and have remorse and- In the past. Yeah. In the past. and And they're depressed. If you live right now- you can find joy because this is the only point of time that matters yeah. right now. And so that's why mindfulness is so impactful and so important. And I think that mindfulness can kind of get a hoodoo voodoo, hippy dippy vibe or words that get used a lot or buzz or catch words. I think mindfulness is, you know, really trendy right now. It's easy to detach ourselves from it and not want to find value and meaning in it because it seems like hype, but it honestly is really affected my life for the better. And so just- Can, can co- I just say this too? Yeah. Since you've become more mindful, you've been on your weight journey. Like mm-hmm. you've been physically healthier. Yeah. So it's had benefits across the board. Yeah. So if you listen to episode eight, where I talk about my weight loss, <sighs> so stupid to call it a weight loss journey, yeah. but essentially where I talk about, I got mentally healthy and that's what enabled me to lose weight was emotional and mental health led to physical health. Uh, obviously still eating some junk food. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. But, but I mean, I say that, but I have them in check and I know that I ate them mm-hmm. and not like I'm obsessed with it and I feel bad and awful about it, but I don't want to eat them because I don't I I don't feel like I'm getting enough nutrients, not because I hate myself for eating something that's fattening, but being really aware and mindful of the things I put in my mouth and my body, it's been, it's been part of that. Yeah. And now yesterday when I ate like 
square after square after square of dark chocolate, I didn't stop myself from eating it, but I thought I'm eating this because I feel overwhelmed and stressed. And it did. I didn't stop myself from eating it, but at least I was present enough to know that eating the chocolate wasn't going to help me feel less overwhelmed and stressed. <laughs> well, at least for but I wanted it <laughs> longer than the fifteen seconds you ate it. Exactly. Um, so this is this is just the thought that I've been rattling around, and it is I've stopped believing in balance and perfection. People always ask me about work-life balance, and honestly, I'm just not interested in talking about it because it's a big fat lie. I do not believe in balance and perfection. Now I just try to stay grounded in values. I feel like if I have my values in place, things just fall into or out of place as they will. Well, it's a good point because think about it. Just because someone achieves this magical balance, yeah. what if they're not happy? Uh, yeah. I mean, you got the balance. Your kids are happy. Your job's going well. You know, so what if you're not happy after your balance? So that's a good point. I like that you focus on values. Yeah. And if I'm living up to and achieving those values. And honestly, you guys, that's pretty much what this entire podcast is about. <laughs> As assessing those values, being aware of those values, and then asking yourself, are my values in check? So as I thought about that, I thought like, what are some things I value? Because I'm talking about my values and I don't believe in balance. I believe in my values. And so th- this is a value that I'm really working on is that I prioritize people over tasks. And I've talked about that. It's something that I realized in the past, I unintentionally, because of my anxiousness or because of trying to accomplish things, will prioritize tasks over people. And I think some of us have the problem of prioritizing people over tasks to our detriment in that we let other people's agendas and trying to please other people keep us from accomplishing what we truly want to accomplish. And for me, I tend to be very goal-oriented and get a lot of things done. And so I'm, I'm trying to be very aware that I am not prioritizing tasks over people. But sometimes I do, d- just depending on on the values, the things I really want to achieve. And so how do I measure when is the time to prioritize what I want to do over hanging out? I make choices out of love and not fear. So that's another one of my values I've really been working on is assessing if I'm making my choices out of love or if I'm making them out of fear. I also really value integrity. And when I was in, I still remember like when I was in sixth grade, they had us do this exercise when they said, integrity is when your actions meet your beliefs. And they had one hand that said actions and one hand that said beliefs. And then you clapped them together and you, you know, you like clasped them and that was integrity. I just love that definition of integrity. Do my actions meet my beliefs? And another value that I try to prioritize is that I believe in connection over being right or looking good. I get a lot of comments also, you're so vulnerable on your podcast. I think that I've just been... I am vulnerable and I do share, but I have boundaries in place and I'm not just sharing to share. But that value of connecting, not having to look right and perfect because I value connecting with people over looking right and perfect, that's that's what enables me to do that. So I hope that helps you guys. I'm plugging and staying present. I just would like to say that I have four weekly challenges uh, for mindfulness and they are on my calendar, which you get through my newsletter. There are a couple of meditation practices and I've been getting more into meditating and Headspace is a really fun app that, again, nothing's sponsored yet. When, when something is sponsored, we will tell you, okay? But Headspace is fun. 
because they have some kid meditation. And we did have to pay for it, but our kids really liked it. They're one to three minute meditations. We had fun doing that. Yeah, it was great. Tell them how much fun we had. Well, it was just so fun. Kids loved it. (laughs) I mean, they weren't going to bed, so anything to keep them away from bed was fun. Yeah. Yeah, they really liked it, it though. It was fun. No, we we asked them questions, and they interacted and had some thoughtful responses. Yeah, and then Budify is another good meditation app, but honestly, I was using one of those today, and it was driving me crazy. I just uh, set my timer for five to ten minutes, and I do this in my car before I go somewhere. I try to get there early, so I have some extra time, and I set my phone timer for five to 10 minutes, however much time I have. And then I, so I usually breathe in a thought. So maybe peace or calm and then breathe out a thought like love. So for me, that's a more active meditation and it's all about living in the freaking now because living in the future and trying to control the future brings anxiety. Living in the past brings depression and that non-partial acceptance of our current situation is what truly brings us freedom and joy. Amen. Amen. Moving on, I want to thank you guys so much (laughs) for being here with us in this quick little episode. Hopefully you're feeling a little more awesome than you were. And again, I want to encourage you to subscribe to my newsletter at theallisonshow.com or to shoot us an email at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. And I just want to remind you that only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what song are you going to take us out on, lover? We're going to go out with Disassembly by New Shack. Disassembly.